Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello chickens, this is the fabulous Adam Richard and I have a theory. Oh, all right, chickens, we're continuing the web of fear. Uh, we've had a giant box of explosives that have been webbed. <laughs> And they explode. Well, they light up. Um, they start glowing and the doctor goes, Whoa! and just sort of ducks out of the way. Um, and next thing, Jamie's banging on the door. Um, staff goes off to look for the doctor, but uh, Captain Knight thinks there'll be no point because the explosives have been detonated. Um, but one of the other soldiers is like, uh, mate, the blast recorder hasn't recorded anything. <laughs> um, and Anne's like, oh, we should have heard something. Um, and then they're like, oh, that doctor, he's tampered with the charges. Um, Victoria tells Jamie he can't blame himself for the doctor being killed. Uh, Knight and, and the reporter come in to see Jamie and Victoria. And then another soldier comes in and says, there's been Yeti activity. And the Jamie, Jamie's like, did he say Yeti? Um, uh, the comms officer tries to contact another group, but all they can hear is gunfire. Um, I think they're at Holborn. Uh, apparently they were jumped when they were leaving. Um, Knight goes off to check and uh, mocks Chorley for not wanting to report on the action firsthand. Um, Chorley's the, the journalist guy with the stupid bow tie. Um, uh, the, some soldiers stalk down the tunnel. It's staff and his mate and they realise there hasn't been an explosion. Uh, and they come to the platform of Charing Cross. Um, no sign of the doctor. There's some rubble and the detonator, and they think the explosives have been got at. Then there's a Yeti ball and some Yeti dollies. Um, uh, the lid comes off the ball and reveals the mechanism inside, and it's Travers. He's inspecting it. Um, and that's when Anne comes in, and she says, Jamie and Victoria know about the Yeti being robots and the control sphere. Uh, Jamie tells Victoria, if the Yeti are in London, the great intelligence must be too. Travers comes in. 
uh, and says, you've got some explaining to do. Um, Jamie's arguing with him when Victoria recognises him and she's like, oh my God. And she's like reminding him who they are. And he goes, what? It's been 40 years. Um, he can't work out how they are the same age. Um, Travers and Jamie run off to find the doctor. Uh, and he tells Victoria to explain to Anne Um what was going on and that she was born before he was. Um, oh, that's right, because Victoria's from Victorian London. Uh, and seems sceptical about the whole time machine business. Uh, staff, meanwhile, says that uh, the Captain Knight's been gone for 20 minutes. Um, Jamie and Travers come in and ask if the doctor's okay. And he's like, well, he must be. There was no explosion. And he suspects the doctor of tampering with the explosives. Uh, Travers says the doctor is his friend and the only one that can help them at the moment. Uh, Jamie asks if the Yeti got to him. But staff says no. Although that's just a hunch. Oh, suspicious. Um, Jamie <laughs> Jamie takes uh, staff to where he thinks the doctor might have gone. Um, Victoria explains that she first met Travers in the 30s. Uh, oh, dear. Uh, Chorley comes in and Anne and Victoria won't tell him anything. <laughs> <laughs> and says he's a sensation monger. Um, he goes to say something about her being educated and uh, she says she has a quick temper, temper and long claws. And then she calls him gutter press and says it's popular and when they get out, he's going to write it all up. Um, she says, if they get out, the Yeti. Uh, he implies that the doctor stopped the explosion and that he's in league with the Yeti. Captain Knight comes to a bunch of explosives and yells for some men up ahead to fall back and they're shooting at Yeti. One of them gets jammed in the train tracks and then gets web sprayed in the eyes. Um, Jamie and staff hear the fighting and come across Knight. He's going to blow up the Yeti. And then the Yeti starts spraying the bombs and Knight shoots at it and it glows. And then the Yeti just smashes through them. Uh, As they head back down the tunnel, they're cut off by more Yeti. Anne asks Travers uh, if he's seen the TARDIS. Um, Victoria arrives at tea and overhears Anne telling Travers she thinks the Doctor controls the Yeti. Uh-oh. Um, Travers convinces Anne the Doctor defeated the Yeti and destroyed the Detsen Monastery and can't be in league with them. Um, Victoria doesn't hear this because she's gone by now. Uh, Jamie and the soldiers are trapped by Yeti, but they're not doing anything. One of them's getting twitchy and wants to make a run for it. Um, and the whistling ball noise starts and the, you know, dee-doo, 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 uh, <laughs> and the Yeti start wandering away. And Jamie wants to follow the Yeti, but Knight talks him out of it. Uh, two of the soldiers are wondering where the Yeti came from. One says Tibet. Uh, <laughs> and they're probably from outer space. Uh, the other one thinks they're from a foreign power. And the web is biological warfare. Uh, the Yeti apparently can't be beaten with anything less than a hand grenade. Oh. And they notice something on the map behind them. The fungus stuff is moving again. Uh, Travers is fiddling with the soldering iron and the ball, but he's too old to control it, so he gets Anne to have a go. Uh, the, a soldier comes in and tells Travers and Anne that the fungus is on the move and it hasn't moved in three weeks, so this is mysterious. Um, the reporter, Chorley, says it's... It's weird what's happening, uh, that when the doctor turned up and then he calls them all spies. <laughs> um, Victoria, meanwhile, has disappeared. 
Uh, she's creeping down some tunnels, calling nervously for Jamie and the doctor. Jamie, doctor, Jamie. She does that a lot. Um, the captain, uh, Captain Knight, staff, Jamie, the soldiers, they're all creeping along as well when they hear some singing. And uh, there is an, another soldier coming and he's excited to find them. His name's Evans and he's Welsh uh, and he sings where he, he's scared. That is a very stereotypical Welsh thing. The Welsh sing. Uh, <laughs> singing Welsh. Um, <laughs> you know, like Tom Jones and Shirley Bassey. It was the 60s. They were big stars <laughs> at the time. And Harry Seek. Um So... <laughs> <laughs> singing Welsh. The singing Welsh trope has invaded this episode of Doctor Who. Um, so, uh, Evans tells them that he saw the cobweb following a yeti with a glass pyramid. And Jamie's like, oh, if we smash that pyramid, well, then we can put the intelligence out of action. Because that's how they ended things in the Abominable Snowman episode, which I guess was... Only a few months before this. Um, so, because it's a sequel. Uh, and Evans is like, well, I saw it at King's Cross. So, Evans volunteers to go with Jamie to find the Doctor and smash the pyramid. Um, but once all the other soldiers have headed off, he says, nah, that's not going to happen, mate. <laughs> I'm going to disappear first chance I get. Evans is great. <laughs> he does not want to be a soldier. He's just there for the pay. Um, in the base, the reporter wants to evacuate. Uh, but Travis says that's Knight's decision to make. Um, and uh, a soldier says he just hopes they're not on the circle line because uh, that's where the fungus is. Jamie and, and Evans are at Cannon Street on the circle line. Oh, no. Um, Jamie checks the map, um, the tube map, and starts heading towards Tower Hill. Uh, Knight returns to hear that Victoria has gone and other stations have been taken over by the fungus. Victoria is still calling out, Dr. Jamie, Dr. Jamie. And then there's a suspicious army boot stepping into the shadows. Oh, uh, staff says if Jamie, the Doctor, or Victoria are on the circle line, they've had it. Knight says only Monument is left. And that, of course, is where we next see Jamie and Evans. They're at Monument. <laughs> um, and they see there's fungus at both ends of the tunnel. Uh, the fungus, obviously... At this, in this scene is the foam machine that they were so happy with in the 60s. Uh, the same one they used a lot of in The Fury from the Deep. So there's the foam machine is pumping out foam from the tunnel holes. Uh, then there's a screaming sound. Um, and Evans and Jamie put their hands over their ears as the foam comes out of the tunnel. And that is the end of the episode. Uh which I didn't realise until about 15 minutes in. I was like, everyone's asking where the doctor is. Where is the doctor? Oh, he's got the week off. <laughs> this happened a lot in the old days. Like the week where um, William Hartnell was uh, having a nine-eyes outside the sewers. So Susan and David went crawling around in there looking at the baby crocodile and then came back out to get him. And it's like, okay. Um, so, yes, this was Patrick Troughton's holiday week. Because uh, they did the show for like 50 weeks a year back in the 60s like that so when you know they said there's a lot of missing episodes there were a lot of episodes full stop um uh, <laughs> so that, the fact that there's missing ones is just like oh yeah there were heaps um so yeah uh that is the end of episode two episode three is 
uh, an animated episode. So you can either watch that on the new DVD or Blu-ray that's come out or there is, if you've got the old DVD or you're watching it on BritBox, there is a tele-snap reconstruction, which is just basically they put it together out of um, just photos that were taken off the television um, and the soundtrack, obviously. All right, next episode, episode three of The Web of Fear. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.